Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get ready to rumble! It's 90 Day Fiancé Time with my co-host. Why, hello everyone and happy new year. I hope you had a great holiday better than mine. But Coupon Queenpin, happy new year. How are you doing? How was your holiday? Happy new year. My holiday was amazing. Well, I'm glad. I'm very happy that you did. Uh, Mine was the worst holiday ever. I had everything planned, you know, like, let's get out. Let's go out as a family. But my son got sick before Christmas. He had a fever and then became some sort of flu. And then I ended up getting it after Christmas and I'm finally feeling better. And this is the first episode of the year for a little bit of everything with me. And it has to, it had to be the 90 day fiance because they are gracing us with a four part tell all with like, it's just an hour and 25 minutes each, which is pretty long. Um, But this time around was a little bit different. We've seen the previews or they're, you know, tracking their every move for the next four days in New York. And I I don't know, what did you feel about it? What do you think overall? How did you feel? Tell me your thoughts about this tell-all. Okay, so at least you got the hundred and uh, the, the hour and 25 minute version. For those who, you know, <laughs> I love to tweet with you guys live. So I did live last night. And it is two hours, um, but it was a lot. It was a lot of, I, I think they thought, I, I will say this, I think TLC actually thought they could capitalize on what they had done with um, Colt and Larissa when Colt and Larissa broke up right before they ran straight into the tell-all which was a genius move at the time. But I think at this point, you had just have way too many cast members to try to give us a behind the scenes of everyone. It's like, they kind of like Zack snyder the whole 90 Day Fiance thing. Like now we've got to hear everybody's backstory, find out when everybody's getting on the plane and watch them speak to every member of their household before they leave. and find out the exact moment they touch down in New York and who's in New York and who's not in New York. It's a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. I feel like it's not necessary. And we've heard it probably a gazillion times out of their mouths. Well, I'm on my way to New York for the tell-all. I'm on my way to New York to the tell-all. I'm on my way to New York for the tell-all. I'm on my way to New York and to the tell-all. And then we hear we've landed in New York for the tell-all. We've landed in your, I've landed in New York in the tell-all. For goodness sake, we get the point, right? Like we know this is the tell-all. So to me, I felt like this whole thing of, you know, we're going to reveal secrets that we've never seen before and more of the behind the scenes that they made it seem like. I just feel like it's just not needed. We get it. We just want to know is. But that's what I thought. I thought that we were going to get information that we didn't get from previous casts. 
Yeah. But we're watching Angela pick out <laughs> outfits. We're watching Yara and Shaida shop. We're watching uh, Jenny get food. You know, it, it, it's kind of weird. It, it didn't give me anything like, I'm not finding out anything amazing that I didn't already know. <laughs> I mean, yes, everyone has to pick out clothes to travel. Guess what? When you go places, you're going to shop for things. And when you get to those places, you are going to eat. So yeah. I, I, I'm very confused. Mm, I agree. And it's just, again, wasted time for us. Like, let's get to the point. So they started off, obviously, with Angela picking out outfits and, you know, she's calling the grandkids and she's discussing with her daughter, too, like, you know, this is what's going down. I don't trust him. And she brings up the situation with Usman from the Bears All that was like many moons ago. And it's just like, to me, that part, okay, cool. You guys have beef. We know. But let's talk about this in a different perspective here, because I don't know about any of you listening right now, but I feel like Angela, yes, she's she's got a talent agency. She's got an agent. She's been playing this game. Now, it's getting too repetitive that we know, is this even actually reality TV? Because I feel like Angela needs to be on this TLC contract and get it renewed every so often and do negotiations because she's the one that's going to bring in the heat. It's, you know, this TLC for them, it's ratings. I think we talked about it the previous season when Angela right. everyone wanted to cancel Angela, but right. she is the one bringing in the ratings at this point. And if she doesn't bring the heat to the tell-all, you know, what, what type of tell-all is it for everybody else? So unfortunately, Angela's got to portray this character. She's got to be the villain. She's got to be the one, you know, cussing everybody out and saying, F you, F you, F you, F you, right? So unfortunately, Angela has to keep this persona up, which she's learned to develop over the years because it's bringing her back seasons. It's bringing her back dollars. So to me, I feel like with this cast that we've seen already, about what some of them three times, four times, two times, whatever it is, they're finally navigating into the characters that they want to be. And I know Jovi's mentioned where he's just like, well, when he talks to Andre, which we'll get into it, it's more of, well, I'm seeing what I see. You know, I'm seeing what I see on television. So I just want to see like, you know, you're not giving this person that person or, you know, it, it's like us. We're seeing what we see until we, you and I, Coupon Coupon, hang out with all these mofos over there. Then it could be a different perspective. It's like uh, Larissa. You know, we had this painted picture of Larissa being the bad person. But when we finally got to speak to her on one of those clubhouse events. Um, right. It was like, oh my God, she's a human being. She's like the sweetest person. She was just like so open, vulnerable. And she was just like, you know, yeah. she was so sweet. I was just like, oh my God. Okay, now yeah, I love she, Larissa. Yeah, for those that don't know, she's totally a different person. She does like make comments on Instagram and stuff like that. You know, she pops in, she says, hey, she's she's way, I, I will say that she's way more down to earth than we previously thought prior to clubhouse prior to all of that so yeah she's so i think i think that's what it takes with a lot of these people is getting some of that 
you know, off camera info. Yeah. And that's where it gets interesting because then you see that other side, you know, we talk about Yara, how she never helped. We never see her help anybody when she went to Prague or when she went to Germany, right? We didn't see that side of her, but maybe in the future, we will see that side where we'll see a different persona. Again, these people are just trying to find a way to fame in that Instagram world. So I'm at a point where I'm just like, what's real? What's not? We know Angela's got an agent, so she's got to work it to get right, to somewhere. Right. So her opportunities right now is TLC. And who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if she's on the single life at this point, because we don't know anything like with this whole Michael situation. Now is Michael playing along too, or is he actually he right? Like, you know, to me, it's just, with all these Illuminis of 90 Day Fiance, let's just call them that because they've been around too long. They're at this point, they're playing the game. And with Andre and Livy's family, you know, we've seen pictures of them before this whole entire fight and everything. You know, we see them at parties together, celebrating birthdays, and they're all cordial. But when it comes to the show, they're portraying themselves as different people. Like they hate each other because it comes down to the ratings. They want their own spinoff show. They've been fighting for it for a couple of years now. And now that family Chantel is over, who knows, they may come back. But it's now their opportunity to say, you know what, let's get in there. We want to have that spinoff show. And I want people to realize that because to me now, I feel like with this 90 day fiance happily ever after everything, it's not the same what it used to be. And I love seeing on discovery plus David and Annie and Lauren Alexi, because that's their life, you know, um, them having another child under three years old, whatever it is. And David and Annie trying to help, you know, brother and cousin to come to America to have opportunities. That's like the real deal. And I enjoy watching that. So going with this tell all, I just feel like I don't even know who to believe anymore. Um, So with Angela, you know, she does come in as a wrecking ball and she has (laughs) no shame whatsoever. We know how she is. The cast is already, you know, they know what to expect from Angela. and to me this whole situation it's like this is already played out this is what is supposed to happen right right i mean but can we talk about how she does the holy water spritz before oh my god (laughs) on stage which yes she does take out of her boob it's like okay didn't she get her breasts reduced so she's still like carrying around stuff in her bra Mm -hmm. like I don't get this but yeah she does the holy water spritz and says a little prayer before she goes on onto the set and it's like okay well at least she's on set on time you know it's just super like super crazy but I think the thing that 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 really gets me with this whole thing is Angela behaves like she's making bank, but Angela's net worth is only a hundred thousand dollars. And that's nothing. Yeah. So according to sources, she's still at the same job as a hospice nurse. Um, you know, but I guess those TLC checks rolling in are 
helping pay for everything, you know, but they're saying her net worth isn't what I I thought that she would be in the millions by now, but <laughs> I was obviously wrong. But yeah. So she's doing stuff to make sure she, you know, because they're they're also giving her her kudos for the flat tummy, teamy, TMI, whatever, you know, the poop tea. The diarrhea tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um you know I don't know but yeah she comes in and she's already ready to go you know but she's got this thing with Usman and I didn't see I don't know did you see anything other than what happened during Bears all between the two of them because it seems as though she's saying that he was saying stuff about her online I didn't see anything not really well I get my sources from these amazing Instagram accounts who are posting almost everything about these cast members and what they find and everything. So thank you. But the, I don't see anything else. Like it, it was, she was coming in hot. She was coming in hot. All right. It was just like, you know, apparently she was, she was called a scammer. She's scamming Michael in the way of not giving him what he needs or what he wants. He's holding, she's holding him hostage. Like it was just a lot of words flying all over the place. And I'm just like, excuse me, what? Well, that's the biggest hostage situation I've ever seen in my life, especially when you're in a completely different country. Um, She's (laughs) doing really great as a, I guess that's, that's pretty interesting. Usually don't you have to be in, close proximity to hold someone hostage i i I guess maybe usman doesn't know how that works um but yeah that was kind of weird when he said that i'm like what (laughs) and then he calls her a scammer and it's like well wait a minute she's providing him with money so how is she scamming him i I know i guess maybe because he hasn't gotten his 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 visa yet I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But there was something strange that I saw that I don't think they thought we caught between Usman and Michael. Did you catch it? That they're in the same hotel? <laughs> they're in the same hotel. They're pretty much almost in the same room. But they're behaving as though they're in two different places. Mm-hmm. Because both of them had to go to Lagos to get, you know, I guess to make it easier for the production team. But yeah, I, I guess, you know, that Lagos hotel, they must be like, hey, we're, we're, we're bringing in money. We've got a whole crew staying here. Plus, plus some, some cast members will take it. It's money is money, you know. But yeah, that was super weird. And you know what caught me weird about this whole thing too? When Usman is checking in, because we do see that before. um, He's just like, I think I have a reservation here. I'm just like, you think? Like, is that how you walk in and do when someone pays for your room? I think I have a reservation here. Like, I just found it so dumb. I'm sorry. Like, I have a reservation here. 
<laughs> I remember he, he sacrificed me everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, such a sacrifice. So I, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's super, he's super strange with that. So who did you want? Okay, what was your take on her whole behavior? Because let's not fail to mention that she walks in, she starts saying hi to everybody and it's great (laughs) to see them. But then she's like, she goes to the screen and gives Usman the finger. And then, you know, the funny thing is Kimberly has the amazing sense to stay out of her way mm-hmm. like she has the awesome sense to just be like you know what this isn't my fight I had nothing to do with it I don't know what's going on you know so uh, you know and she even comes back well I, I better not find out that you had something to do with it and it's like <laughs> well dang like you either like this woman or you don't <laughs> It was super weird. And then she storms off like, you know what? Good night. F this, F that, F everybody. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Blankety blank, 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 blank. And she walks outside and she's like, I want to get in the car. And, you know, and who is this friend that has come with her? Right. Yeah, because this wasn't, I mean, we know she and Jojo have split parted ways. We know that um, I'm not sure if Renee is still talking to her, but it's super weird. Who is this new friend or is this part of the production crew? Exactly. Who's this new friend? Because she's got some nice uh, converse looking Dior shoes that I was just like, could be Dior or could be somebody else. I don't remember, but from far away, that's what I was able to tell. But anyways, my whole opinion with this whole thing is it's been scripted. We knew it was coming. It was something that production knows that Angela is going to bring in the heat right off at the beginning. And let's just do it. It, it, This is why they're still keeping her. And we just talked about it right at the beginning. I just feel like it's been already played out for Angela to do this. She needs to just get off the stage. She needs to do whatever she's got to do because she's the one that's going to bring in the heat for the show. She's the one going to bring in the ratings for this tell-off. It's four goddamn parts. I was just like, wait, how is this thing four parts? That's an hour, 25 minutes times four. That's a lot of hours for us to watch here. So you know, my whole thing before we move on to another couple, I feel like this whole thing was staged. It was supposed to be this way. We knew the cast members, the cast members know what's coming. Uh, They were just, you know, take it as it is and then move on. Like, what can we say? It's Angela. Right. So there is a rumor going around though, that what's coming next after this tell-all is the other way. So I'm wondering if, one, that might be true. Two, if it's going, to, they're going to cut part of the season 
because that would give them two less two less uh, episodes to film before the tell-all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because normally we get at least two for Sundays. And but I'm 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 finding it very strange because it seems as though TLC is experimenting on a whole with the longer tell-alls. Because Sister Wives was three. Uh and what was it? Uh Single Life was three. So they could just be experimenting with longer tell-alls. But this one just seems to be a bit much for me. Yeah, it is. With the the behind the scenes, it it really does. But I'm wondering, like I said, with the rumor that the other way is going to be the next thing coming, are they cutting the season for the other way short as far as episodes? Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good point that you brought on with that. So we'll see what happens, uh, because I'm interested to see who's going the other way. I'm assuming Jenny and Submit, meaning Submit going to America, that could be one. Um, I'm trying to figure out what other couples, I don't know if Andre's getting deported. (laughs) Well, the other thing is, um, in the article that I read on the blog, there kept being pictures of Jovi and Yara. So I'm thinking that is the biggest hint is that he may decide to go to Germany or Prague or, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I'm trying to figure out who else we saw. I know it was more of the Ed and Liz show. Um, of course, we never spoke about Ed and Liz throughout this whole entire season because it did not make sense. And I don't like Ed's motives and the way he's been. And just to kind of summarize briefly what I thought about them on this tell-all, Liz, I don't know where your head's at. Just if you really want to be on reality TV, there is... 10 million other TLC shows you can be on I want to date a mama's boy or I date a mama's boy you can go on that and find a man uh you can there's so many other people out there that if you want to catch a break in the reality tv entertainment industry do it for you to stick around ed I'm sorry it's just not working and I feel like she's there because of the fact of this reality TV thing. It's it, to me, most of these cast members now, it's because they want to become Instagram famous somehow. Get in, get in those uh checks that are coming through and kind of become something, you know, open up a business and sell something online, like most of them do anyway. So to me, I just feel like overall with this whole segment, it was really hard to watch. It was disgusting. I was just like, Liz, what is your purpose? Like, it shows that she does love him. But seriously, if if it's also because of the reality TV, there's many goddamn shows that you can sign up. You already have this on your resume. Just move on. I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, just a couple of things. One, um, the whole finding the apartment, it takes 
more than about a month, a few weeks in Los Angeles or anywhere in California to find an apartment. So I'm thinking because it looked to me like this was the apartment she previously had. Um, for those that don't know, I was following Liz because remember I am the coupon queen pen from couponing. Um, one thing that extreme couponers do is tend to flaunt their huge hauls. So this means that you get to see part of their house. And um, I'm thinking I've seen part of that home before, literally. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this. But to say, oh, she moved out, I don't think Liz gave up her apartment or her home. So I'm not buying the whole, oh, yeah, I moved out and I found a place to rent, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, not buying it, really not buying it. And Liz, just like, for real, I, I don't know anyone that would be, you know, happy to be a troll's booty call like I, I I can't I can't and and even to call Ed a narcissist would be an insult to narcissists Let, let's just put it that way he's he's to me he's that disgusting of a human being um you know and one of the things that we kept seeing was that different um cast members kept calling him out and he didn't he couldn't receive it. He he refused to believe that he shows up as that obnoxious of a person. I mean, super obnoxious. For those of you that have seen his lives before, know that he is always sitting in the in the hot tub, uh, drinking Malbec, just being trying to be insta famous. You know, and to even find out that he's talking again to his ex fiance Rose, it's just like, I will say this, Rose, please don't get re-sucked in by this man. You had such a glow up. You have done amazing once you left, you know, and I wish that Liz would learn the same thing because Liz is a beautiful beautiful woman i just wish mm -hmm. she would stop being sucked in by ed it is so annoying it is so disgusting he demeans her he talks down to her it, it's just if she's doing this because of a contract i implore you tlc no one's self-esteem should be taking that much of a hit over a contract because to watch I mean we've watched Darcy cry time and time again but these are different tears to watch this woman cry over and over and over over a schlub who does not love her is disgusting to me like these are not for TV tears this woman is legitimately having her feelings hurt over and over by a man who could really give two rats patooties about her. 
He's just doing it for the ratings so he can become someone famous. Exactly. Because if you ever notice, and and that's the funny thing, there are certain people that Big Ed never comes for. He will never come for Angela. Not in the least. He will never come for Angela. He always tries to stay out of her way. He doesn't come for um, Andre. And let's see. Even though he goes for Jenny, he never goes for Samit. It, 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 he, he picks and chooses who he goes for. And to me, those, I hate to say it, but those are telltale signs of a bully. Because he's not going to go for someone that is going to fight him on equal footing. Even if it is just verbally, he's never going to go for someone who is going to fight him on equal footing. And I hate to say it, we don't see what goes on behind closed doors. We did hear that rant tape that that uh, was released with those messages. This guy is a bully. I'm sorry, TLC. We cannot keep having bullying on television. This man is too old to be sitting up here bullying other adults. He's like a, he's, it's, it's, I, I don't even have the words. It's disgusting to watch. So please, TLC, can you please get him off of our television screen? And if you need to have Liz under a contract, put her somewhere else. Please. She's an amazing girl. I mean, you can do something with the restaurant and how she's doing such a great journey on being part owner of this amazing restaurant that she's been a part of for years so like let's do that I'd rather watch that than to watch this man demean her over and over again season after season because I'm sorry and 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 it's crazy to say this but I would rather watch Angela bulldoze her way onto every tell-all rather than watch Big Ed over and over and over I'm just saying I agree with you. I honestly do. And honestly, Liz, look at Rose. She broke up with this man and kind of said, you know what? Screw you because you're insulting me and being disrespectful. And I agree with Jovi. Jovi, I was just like, yes, yes, it's true. He is not respecting Liz as his fiance, living in separate houses and everything. This does not make sense, girl. You know, just enough is enough. Like, I can't. I agree with you. Anyways, let's move on, Um, because we did see also, um, we saw Yara and Shaida actually out together, because apparently they've been chatting through social media, and when this moment came, they wanted to meet in person and have that conversation. So Yara and Shaida are at Fifth Avenue, and, you know, kind of just window shopping, to be honest, Um, and, you know, she's... Yara's just excited to meet her, and so is Shaida. 
because Shaida looks at her as this successful woman who, you know, she's able to do a lot of stuff, which we find out that Shaida isn't able to. Um, we find out a lot of things where I was just like, how are we not surprised about this? Like, what is what is the purpose? What is your purpose in this relationship, Shaida? Like, I feel like Bilal is keeping her out of the dark, which we see from the beginning. And we find out in this little segment here that Bilal does not, um, they don't have a, a joint account and she doesn't know how much he makes. Um, she doesn't know nothing. Yara's a bit surprised saying like, well, what happens if he's got another woman? And how do you not know? Like, at least you can go into the bank account and see what's going on, right? But it, it's it's kind of weird because we know Bilal's like this. We know Bilal's very quiet. He's very conservative. He he likes to lecture you in every single thing. You know, this whole baby situation also, like, it, it said that it brought her back some traumatic memories of that talk that they had on the Brooklyn Bridge. So coming back to New York City, she's not really enjoying it, but she was lucky enough to really be with Yara and have this conversation and see what she does and how she does things. So unfortunately, it's like, you know, Shaida is kind of in this world of you can't do anything. I'm sorry. You want help with your business? Okay, we're going to do this, this and that. So knowing that she doesn't know what Bilal brings home um, how much money he brings. He has she has to ask for money and everything. You know, Yara is kind of like, you know, you got to put your foot down. You got to know what's going on. Like you guys share the same bed. You should be able to share all this information with each other. You guys are married. Now, Yara does bring up a good point. But again, Jovi is more of a younger guy. He's, you know, in a different era, so to say, where, you know, they're married, they join their accounts together. You know, he knows what she does. She knows what he does, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but for Bilal and Shaida, I feel like it's a little bit different. But, you know, Shaida has some points. Like, she's got to have some sort of freedom here, which I'm like, what is she still doing with this man? Wait a minute. I know why this man is hiding his self, his money from Shaida. Dude's net worth is $10 million. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which means he's not just bringing in stuff. He's got money in the bank. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I just looked it up. It's easy to find it on Google. Dude's net worth, literally, it just popped up. Bling, bling, 10 million. Obviously, it's taking a moment of me to, to take in all this information. So, okay, this guy's got money in the bank. He's worth quite a bit, more than everybody combined. Um, I see why, but the one thing that kind of annoyed me after they had this little get-together, she goes back to the hotel. She says she feels empowered and she wants to be more bold and confront him. And say, hey, why don't we have a joint account? And he's like, well, 
what's the what's the problem? Oh, because Yara and Jovi, you know, I I feel very inspired. Like she talks about her her little experience at Fifth Avenue, and he says, "Well, why don't we have a piggy bank as a joint account?" And I'm thinking, damn, this guy, you know, if someone were to tell me that, we'll probably get knocked out in the face. Because, again, it comes back to what Yara said of them being married and knowing what's going on. For me, in my personal life, I choose to have separate accounts. And we have a joint account for all of our expenses. But it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just, I feel bad for Shaida. She's in the dark. She wants to get things done and accomplished, but she's got to wait. And it sucks when you're starting from scratch. At this point, Shaida should just get her green card and start hustling and working her butt off because I don't feel like she's going to get anything from this guy. So, yeah, here's something funny. So remember Yara says she has two businesses? Yeah. Her businesses aren't showing up on the net. So I'm going to have to do a deep dive on her. But Jovi is literally making um, 73, a little over 73000 a year. So it looks like he's still being the primary breadwinner and they're still living in Louisiana. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, I don't know the cola or the cost of living in Louisiana currently, but it seems like he's still doing pretty well for himself. Because remember, he's still on the hook for her for the next few years. That's correct. That is correct. So yeah, definitely do some deep dive on her businesses because she says she's got two. And I'm curious as well. Um, Of course, we're going to share that with you because we love all these juicy details. So let's move on to Jovi and Andre. So they both go out in the town. Um, They go to a bar and Jovi just wants to get to know Andre and hopefully hit it off and have a new friend um, with the whole 90 day cast because he's kind of curious to see what is really happening because he's seeing what we see on television and wants to confront Andre. So he really tells him, which is pretty hilarious, which I've seen it all over social media this past weekend, where he was just like, you know, because apparently Andre feels like, you know, he's stuck around with all this garbage energy, like he likes to call it. And he he's tired of it. Um, he feels like a lot of the family members don't know how to deal with the reality. And I say that in air quotes and sarcasm, because the way Andre explains things to me, I'm just like, I don't know what goes through your mind sometimes. And (laughs) he's just like, well, Jovi says, maybe you're part of the problem because you have issues with everybody, the brothers, the sisters, now the mom. It's literally what I'm seeing on television. It seems like you're the problem. Don't you think you could be the problem? And he says, all of a sudden things change because now he's like, okay, Jovi's attacking me. Now I'm going to attack him even more. Uh, He brings up the strip club situation because he brought it up earlier about his wife. You know, like, what is she doing with you? Eastern European, you know, 
it's like, how could you do that? Like she can find somebody better than Jovi. And he's annoyed about that situation. Unfortunately, Jovi, you're going to be known as the guy who took um, your wife to a strip club and tried to make her put dollars down um, on the G string of a stripper. Like, you know, (laughs) that's going to be the thing that people are going to remember about. Right. It's like these cast members of The Office. You know, people don't know them about the other amazing uh, movies they've done. It's more like, hey, it's David Wallace. It's Michael Scott. You know, it's Jim and Pam. Like, that's all you're going to hear because they hear that all the time and they say it. So, Jovi, unfortunately, you've got this reputation of the strip club and drinking. So, you know, they all of a sudden it becomes tense. And he feels like, what's wrong with Jovi? Like, is he dumb? I'm not the one causing the problems. You know, I'm just here telling them the truth and how it should be because that's Andre's style. And Jovi decides to get up and say, you know what? I can't handle this. I'm going to leave. See you later. And Andre thinks this is his way of because he's an American and he cannot stand up for himself. He can't fight. He can't face the air quote reality that this man's talking about (laughs) that, you know, Jovi cannot defend his own self. He can't fight it. And, you know, I'm sick and tired of Andre, which I've expressed many of my feelings through these past episodes and previous seasons I can't take it like Andre it's I'm tired of seeing the the person that he is I don't know what he's trying to portray he's probably pulling like an Angela here and just trying to collect those TLC checks because it's been a while we've seen Andre and Libby way too long they're desperate just to stay on reality TV at this point, because you can see the way he murdered that refrigerator, which I was thinking the other day, like, honestly, I feel like he's going to murder the refrigerator at the set in the kitchen area. Like, uh, please hide your refrigerators. You know what I mean? I'm just like, this guy's coming in after the refrigerator. Like I kept thinking of the song that can go with it. You know, that song, the famous guy, where well they made him famous over the internet hide your kids hide your wife because they're coming down with you too it's like hide your wallets hide your wallets hide your fridges and also your ovens because under is coming through like literally like so i i'm just tired of seeing andre like enough with this family i don't know what you guys think about it what did you think of this whole little these two guys having fun at the bar I wasn't I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised with the interaction because Andre just doesn't play well with others. Period. Like he doesn't and needs improvement. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely is a needs improvement type of guy. Like he just doesn't do well, you know, hearing the reality of what everybody sees. And and that's really what it is. It's like, you know, he's trying to call Jovi out. Well, you know what? Uh, I wouldn't have taken my wife to a strip club. Well, Jovi at least owns the fact that he goes to strip clubs. And he's like, well, you want to go now? Like, I mean, to me, I wasn't upset by that statement. It's like, if you're going to call him out on something, call him out on something that he could possibly not be proud of 
we all know that Jovi goes to to strip clubs. So what's new? What what was the point of saying that? I, I didn't get that. But he gets really defensive when he tells him, you know, I think, you know, the problem is really you. And, you know, Jovi's like, well, hey, you know. And then the other thing is he starts calling Yara gold digger and all this other stuff. And it's like, whoa, whoa. First of all, why is this man going to sit here with you and allow you to bash his wife? He'd be an idiot to sit there and continue to drink with you and allow you to bash his wife. Like, really? Mm-mm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was very disrespectful, but we know these two are not going to be best buds. At least he's tried it. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Um, whatever Andre's plan, Andre's plan, like Jovi says, Andre, <laughs> whatever his plan is, I just feel like, you know, he's able to accomplish it in a way of what I'm saying is this whole reality TV, what character he's becoming and what he wants to become. Obviously, he's done it. It's just I'm tired of seeing their family be so desperate to get on television. And at the end of the day, it's Andre Libby's uh, journey. And unfortunately, these other people in the family just want to come in. The one family who has all OnlyFans. I forgot to mention that. Everybody's got an OnlyFans. Can you I believe that? Dogs have OnlyFans. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. So moving on, can we get into Kimberly and Jenny's meetups? Two San Diego native girls meeting up with each other and they are both, you know, it was kind of like a breath of fresh air. I really love Jenny, um, her outfit, her energy. She feels refreshed. It's like she had to get out of India for a little bit and kind of just you know, restart herself, reset herself. She looked really good. I felt like, you know, maybe that's where she needs to be. She needs to be in America. Um, She just, I don't know. She just looked good overall and her well-being. I was just like, who is this girl? Like, this is Jenny? No way. That's what I felt. I don't know. What did you think of Jenny seeing her in the United States? Actually, in your home turf. (laughs) I know it was really, it was really strange because one, you can tell she's not from New York at all. Like her, her whole, her whole demeanor is giving tourist vibes, like very touristy vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, So you could tell she wasn't from here, but like you said, it was, it was a breath of fresh air from, especially from the other cast members to watch her and admit hey you know what I've been in India so long this is reverse culture shock you know to but she loves the hustle and bustle of the city and it's like okay in a way she's feeling like I'm home but not quite you know so I I loved I love seeing her and I love the fact that she met up with Kimberly and the two of them really kind of hit it off. You know, they they just had that, you know, we're from the same place. 
we, you know, we both have younger men. We're both, you know, and, and I think that's what made them feel more like kindred spirits to each other rather than everyone else. Because I think the one thing to me was everyone else kind of had to reach out to somebody in order to make a friend. These two, you could kind of tell they were going to hit it off right then and there. You know, so I, I loved it. I loved it. I really enjoyed their interaction. And um, I just feel like with Jenny and Kimberly, they'll have each other's backs, like they mentioned. Um, but it was just nice to see something different. Like it, it was nice to see them interact and just really hit it off and just really get along all in one. But we'll see. This is a four part tell all. I know they got into a little bit of the couples. Like we know off the bat that uh, Kimberly and Usman are no longer together. Ed and Liz are still like confused and they can't get their, their crap together. Um, Bilal and Shaida are obviously together no baby they're making attempts um jenny and Sami are still together and he does express how much he misses her and without her it doesn't feel like a home and she gets very emotional uh libby is going to be due any time now so she couldn't be present in studio uh yara and jovi they're confused of either living in new orleans or living in prague because it seems like she's only in new york for that and then she goes back um so the real tell-all won't start until next week again it's a four-part series we finished one part which i hope there's there is more behind the scenes it seems like they all get together and just chat it out um of course there's more fighting between ed and liz which i'm not looking forward to it but uh, there's more little get-togethers behind the scenes, and then we get to see them again in studio. This is a whole new type of outlook of the tell-all. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Agreed. We will see what happens because it's just like, wow. But this TLC is a bit much with the, all the behind-the-scenes. You know, there are, there are no big secrets being revealed. I, I was hoping to have <laughs> secrets be revealed you know have one of those oh, que lastima moments you know just, mm-hmm. just something you know if if you watch telenovelas you know what I'm talking about yeah um, <laughs> but yeah there was nothing to make me say oh my gosh that was really unexpected I mean I, I think the most unexpected thing that happened was to find out that Rose actually had a conversation with Ed Mm-hmm. And, and 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 let's put it this way I don't think the shock was that he reached out it was that she spoke back to him yeah so. which is pretty sad but again what's the motive behind it like right. is she just saying hi like sometimes your exes reach out and you're just like okay fine okay. let me just say hi uh, how are you hi yeah hi how are you <laughs> I'm great <laughs> Like, hey, without ha, you, ha. <laughs> like, I'm doing amazing. Just <laughs> bye. Go ahead. You know, uh, yeah. So it could have been the, one of those things where she was just being cordial. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Probably, yep. So who knows? He's like I said, the glow up on Rose is really amazing. But I did find out, I was able to find out, you know, the Google fingers were moving. Yara is worth $200,000. She came out with, she did have two businesses, one of which I wouldn't be bragging about so much, Miss Yara. She had Boogie by Yara, which was her makeup line, which people said um, she faked AliExpress makeup. Like it was cheaper than they were used to getting and got a lot of one-star reviews. Um, the other thing is she is getting paid higher than most of her foreign fiance counterparts because she's making a thousand to a thousand five hundred per episode that she's in. So there's that. But yeah. Um, and then she does have a clothing line, which they're saying um, she's kind of, it's, um, they're saying a jacket goes for about 30 bucks on her clothing line. But yeah, that first, uh, that first business, Bougie by Yara. Is kind of a no-go. People aren't too happy with it. So it's like Miona selling those brushes that people could have bought on yeah. AliExpress for $10 and Miona selling it for $50. Yeah, or her clip-on hair that she's selling for like $60 that you can go to your local beauty supply and yeah. get for about 20 bucks. Yeah. Or even cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah. And then she's like, I bought myself a Porsche. Great. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyways, but that's what happens when you know when she posted it. I was looking at the comments. I know we're going off track here for a little bit, but I was reading some of the comments, and everyone's like, Well, because you weren't on a reality TV show, you were able to accomplish that. But if you weren't and you're nobody, then it would have taken you a uh, quite a bit of years, which people are right. And this is what I mean that a lot of these, a lot of these cast mem- members are here for a long run because they want to have something like a secondary source of income become in Instagram uh, famous in order to do whatever they could do by selling. So Miona needs to thank TLC at this point for having to be, well, to be able to sell this much product and to be successful online because she already came with a name, TLC, 90 Day Fiance. Very true, very true. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, this has been great. And I hope you had a wonderful, happy new year. Um, wishing you guys wealth, health, and happiness and peace. I always say that. And we'll see what 2023 will bring us both with our podcasts and our shows. Um, definitely want to thank all of you for tuning in and showing us the support. I know for me, it's been, hasn't been easy upkeeping with the podcast since going back to work and caring for my son and everything else that I do. And plus having a full-time career. Um, but I thank you guys so much for your support and thank you coupon queen pin for helping me where I needed because damn, sometimes I've been tough. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. We can wrap this up. 
Yes, let's do it. Well, guys, don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast and, of course, Queenpin and the Wingmen. And thank you for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist, and now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 